Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 147th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. I am joined normally by Trevor and Doug, but today it's just Doug. D- uh, Yo. Doug's here. Um, and uh, we'll get to... There's the there was a uh, some guy named Red um, has an ox that got out like so there's this big story around Red's ox yeah and um, so I don't know, maybe we'll get to that at the the end and we'll talk a lot about Red's ox um, okay but uh, shout out to Lima Beans who's in the YouTube chat um, uh. Start bench cut. Start bench cut. Yeah. Best team right now, the Steelers. Go the, on. The uh, Seahawks without Russell Wilson. Or, God damn it, what was the third one? I, I put a third one in there, and now I can't. Fucking remember it. I don't have my damn uh, thing. Up. It was the Bears without Nagy or the, something like the that. Ba- the Bears after firing Matt Nagy. See, it was it was it was convoluted. That's why I couldn't just come up with a, a team name. Um, so start bench cut. The Steelers, the Seahawks without Russell Wilson, which is actually conveniently the Sunday night ma- football matchup next week, or the Bears after firing Matt Nagy. Doug, I'll let you go first. So this is easy, right? I mean, you got to start the Bears if they fire Matt Nagy. I think that's pretty clear cut. Um, even that guy giving up play calling to the offensive coordinator, I think, is a win for the Bears and their fans. So that's an easy start for me. Um, bench is a little tougher. Um, although maybe it's not because Geno Smith looked kind of good. <laughs> I mean, he played okay, right? I mean, obviously he threw just... an interception to end the game, but he, you know, he was he came in there and they were on the one yard line, and he did he t- he, uh, did he take him all the way down the field on that drive, took, or was took it the next him all one? the way took him all the way down the field and and uh, and scored? Came in and my favorite part of that entire drive was somebody I think Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, maybe that says. You know, this is why Geno Smith is here. He's a veteran. Uh, he's, 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 he's in there. He's poised. And I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about Geno Smith. And my other favorite part was did Joe Buck's got this habit of, like, he'll call Ben Roethlisberger Ben. Yeah. Just ben. Just Ben. They're boys. And, he, and 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 fine. Okay. You're like Peyton, Tom, um, certain guys with some gra- I'll even give you Ben. You can't just call this man Gino. <laughs> he has not earned Gino. He's not thrown a touchdown pass. I think the stat was 
since 2017 or 2018. That's last decade. 2017, I heard that too, yeah. He has not thrown a touchdown pass this decade. You do not, you are, he is not given first name privileges. I won't stand if, for it. If you would have asked me before this game if he was still in the league, I'd have said no. Like, I didn't even know he was on Seattle. I couldn't have named their backup. I, you know what? I was looking at him and, and I'm like, man, they still have Tarveris Jackson. <laughs> and it turns out it was Gino. I mean, Gino's, uh, I mean, obviously he's not a starter, but I, I, I'm not surprised he's hanging on. He's, they say, what is he, 31 years old? He's, he's definitely, he's, 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 he's definitely backup. He's backup material for sure. He's, he's poised. He's a veteran. Oh, yeah. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Gino Smith. But yeah, so obviously, if I'm benching Gino and the boys, that means I'm cutting the squealers, present day Steelers. The Steelers with no modifications. Yep. What about you? Um, I think, yeah, I mean, the Bears, I think, is the easy start. The... I See, I would take... I'm going to start the Steelers. I'm going to bench the Steelers, and I'm going to cut the, the Seahawks without Russ in that scenario. Yeah, like, that's probably for the best. They've got a they've got a really bad defense as is. And um and then to not have rust on top of that is that's that it's potentially a very bad team. Yeah. So but, Godspeed to Russell Wilson. But your boy or as Joe Buck says, Ben. Um right. He's looking mighty slow. So if he's still their starting quarterback, we're not modifying that situation. It's it's closer than it should be. Yes. I'd agree. I'd agree. The um Seahawks defense, nineteenth in points al- points allowed and thirty second in yards allowed. Well, that's not good. Going into tonight, which is there's only thirty two teams. <laughs> You're right. So, 32 is the worst number. Yeah. When, when someone says you're ranked 32, that's actually them being nice and not saying last. Right. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Um, what, any, what was your big takeaway? Any big takeaways from the game? Um, you know, I was kind of going, you know, I was in and out of watching it. Um, but I thought the first half was kind of a boring First half, I guess. Um, other than both quarterbacks, like you know, injuring fingers and hands and stuff. What well, was it? Wasn't um, a great game before that. No. So, but I mean, it had a nice little finish there. Nice little flurry of points. They started picking it up, but. Well, once I don't know. One, the game really opened up once Geno Smith came in. Once Geno came Gino. in. Geno. Yeah, Geno. Don't call me Toretta Smith. Right. Um. But yeah, they're, I don't know. I think the Rams just kind of got their victory and they're, see you later. The only Gino I will recognize is Steven Seagal and Out for Justice. That's it. That's, that is when you say Gino, you're talking about Steven Seagal and Out for Justice. You're not talking about a quarterback who hasn't thrown a touchdown in 
this deck until today, this decade. Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? It's it's an all time movie, just an yeah. all time movie. Yeah, I don't own many Seagal movies, but I own that one. I own yeah, I have a few. I got a few of everybody. Okay, let's let's just we we we, we get on a quick tangent here, and and I I hate to do this without Trevor, but like what what would be the start bench cut for Seagal movies? Out for Justice, Under Siege, and um. Hard to kill. One. Yeah, I'd, I'd go hard to kill. What's mm-hmm. your start? Yeah, start bench cut. Those. Def- definitely out for justice and under siege are the top two, and I don't, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Um, yeah. Okay. Steven, um, but as far as yeah, I think hard to kill would be his third one because he made like what five good movies, and then it was just. What about above the law? I'm not sure I've seen know. Above the Law. It was like they, it's ba- it's basically the same thing as uh they're, they're, they're all the same movie. Yeah. Um, he's not an actor with what they call range. No. Um, no. Well, I mean he's he Yeah, no. No. Um On Deadly okay. Ground was On Deadly Ground was was fine. No, Mark for <laughs> Death is the third good one. That's the one when he's like breaking all the Jamaican dudes' arms and wrists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So those Mark are definitely death. the top three. So Mark for yeah. Death, Out for Justice, Under Siege. You start. Uh, out for Justice, Under Siege, Mark for Death. Yeah. Uh, out for Justice is so good, and Under Siege is with Tommy Lee Jones is just Chef's Kiss. It's so fucking good. Dude, Under Siege is is pretty badass. <laughs> it's really he's a he's he's a cook, Casey. Yeah, Casey the cook, Casey Ryback, dude. Um, I think I yeah I think I, yeah I have to start Under Siege. Um, just because yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is a good bad guy. All good all good movies have to have a worthy villain. He is certainly that. And then you also get like. It was like kind of. I think that was early '90s. That was like when Busey was starting to go crazy. So yeah, yeah, Busey like, in there is good as well. I think at the time, seeing Busey and drag was probably like, oh wow, Gary Busey's really going for it. And now it's like, oh, that is that is tame. <laughs> <laughs> that that is tame. Yeah. All right, so so and, back to the back to the game. Um, rough start for. Both teams, both quarterbacks. Did you see Stafford's interception? Um, I did not. Okay, so let me just let me just paint the picture Break for you it here. Down. It's like we're inside the red zone. Stafford under pressure rolls right, sees Quandre Diggs in the back of the end zone, and lofts a perfect pass to him. Problem is, Quandre Diggs is the safety for the Seahawks. No. He might have been trying to throw it away, but. If you're Matt Stafford, you have one of the best arms in football. You could put it anywhere in the stadium you want. Put it in the front row. You can put it in the front row. You can put it in the 10th row. You can put it in the front row of the mezzanine. He puts it in Quandre Diggs' hands. Um, a, a brutal interception in a brutal spot. And I'm sitting there going, I'm like, I, I just had flashes to everything. Because you were the one that was most... Out of the three of us, you were the one most hesitant to call the Matthew Stafford trade some huge 
win, you know, some huge Messiah like presence for the for the Rams that like we hadn't seen him in a big game. And then we're going, okay, threw a pick and didn't look and they got stomped in Arizona, comes out, throws a pick in the red zone early against Seattle. And I'm like, maybe this is maybe it wasn't just the Lions. Maybe Stafford played his own had had something to do with it. Um, with the fact that like they weren't great, but then, you know, um, you know, finishing 25 of 37, 365 yards again, potentially it's arguably the worst defense in the league. Um, so good for him, but, uh, yeah, a, a really rough start. I was sitting there, I was about to text you guys and I was thinking, yeah, in, in uh, what is it, uh, Infinity War with the whole, uh, or no, Endgame where he's like, uh, you know, if I tell you it won't happen type of bullshit. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I'll just, I, I saved it for, I'm, I'm, I decided to save it for the pod, but God, if the Niners could stay healthy, I'm not scared of either the Seahawks or the Rams. Either. But what, about, but what about the Cardinals? Yeah, we'll see this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean the Cardinals are um, still the the Cardinals are still the team that lost to CJ Beathard last year. They've yeah. added some people, and I get that. And out for they're out for justice now. But um yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to I'm not ready to crown him. You want to crown him, crown him. <laughs> I'm not ready to crown him. But yeah, oh, I, the um the Rams I, didn't look great and the Seahawks, you know, same. And yeah. without Russ, it could get really ugly. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't blame you for not being uh, afraid of either of those teams, especially the Seahawks. Badly sprained finger is the uh, is the quote from Pete Carroll. Uh, Pete Carroll also went on to call Russ one of the great healers of all time. Ooh, okay, which is high praise. Um, I mean, if you're ranking healers, uh, you know, as I saw on Twitter, you've got Jesus. He's up there. Um, uh, da Masoya. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got Jesus. Uh, Mother Teresa would probably be up there. Um, Russ, uh, top three, top five healers of all time. I would put. I would put Marvin Gaye up there. Sexual healing. I think he's up there. That, that easy top four. I can. Yep. You, are can you be called a healer if your father shoots you? Was his father shooting? Yeah. His father kill him? Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. R.I.P. Marvin Gaye. That's a tough one. Yeah. As my dad would say, is he still dead? Uh, still yeah. dead? He's yeah, still, still dead. dead. Yeah. Um so anyways. Um Seahawks next four games. Steelers, Sunday night football, Saints, Jaguars, Packers. God, if you're gonna if if your franchise quarterback is gonna miss some time, that's not the worst four game stretch to miss some time, right? Yeah, those definitely two almost for sure wins, but two, but yeah. one yeah one just gimme with the Jaguars. The Steelers yeah. should be, it, I mean, it all rests on Geno. The Seahawks no. season rests on Geno. Former West okay. Virginia Mountaineer. 10 of 17, 131 yards, touchdown interception. He had the he had, Russell Wilson did have the better QB rating. 
53.1 to 53. So there's that. Okay. Um, so they're like the same guy. They're basically the same guy. This, this, yeah. Healthy Russ and Geno Smith played about, played about as well as each other today. Yeah. Which is what we all saw coming in. It's it, right. Right. When I said at the beginning of the season that the Seahawks were going to be the last place team in the NFC West, I am now correct two of the last three weeks. <laughs> yes, sir. And yeah, I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, Geno Smith is still in the NFL, and you have to give him credit for that. Somehow, he found – I I don't know why. I mean, this isn't a situation – this isn't like – this isn't – this isn't the Steelers not having a good backup type abdication of duty, right? This is Russell Wilson, who's only in his 10th year, maybe 11th, something like that. He's not going anywhere. He's never heard. He's played in like 149 straight games or some shit. Yeah. So to not – to have Geno Smith behind him is – I was thinking this because after watching the Niners backup, Trey Lance come in last week and look atrocious, then serviceable-ish – and then watching Geno Smith today, and granted, Geno Smith's thirty, and obviously he's Geno Smith. I mean, the fact that he's like the fact that he's willing to sign as a backup with starting offers out there is just a testament to Russell Wilson's leadership. Um, but the the do you think it's harder for a defense to adjust to a? a if you've got an athletic, so um, Russell and Gino are both athletic quarterbacks and can run around and scramble and do that other thing. So the mm-hmm. playbook doesn't change much, right? Right. Um, <laughs> how well it's executed would the playbook, and again, it changed by like a tenth of a point in QBR. So like huge gaps between Russell Wilson and Geno Smith. <laughs> um, but. Uh, so the playbook doesn't change much. Is that to the off? That is, you'd assume that's to the offensive's advantage because they've still got their whole playbook. But it doesn't disadvantage the defense either because the game plan that they prepared for is still probably the game plan you're running with. It's just got somebody who's worse running it. Is there is there benefit to having a completely different style quarterback? come into yeah. the game and completely throw off the defense. I think it depends on which way you're going. If you have a strictly pocket passer quarterback and then you switch to a guy that's going to run and do more stuff than a guy that just sits in the pocket and picks you apart, then yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, tough, you know, shift yeah, in I, mindset. I, 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 but I feel I like was, if you go I was from hoping like, for that last week and it was not that. I was hoping for that last week. Yeah. It was not. It was not that. Yeah. But anyway, well, keep I mean, going. Trey Lance had two touchdowns, right? I mean, he scored two times. But um, but I was gonna say um, but I think if you have a guy that scrambles, he goes out, and then you're, you know, going against the pocket passer, and you can kind of uh, maybe not have to have a guy spying the quarterback to run or you know stuff like that. Might be a little easier to go from scrambler to. You know, vice versa, pocket passer to scrambler. But, but yeah, I think, um, you know, if the guys are similar, then, yeah, it's probably an easy transition. Okay, um, I'll, I'll accept that. 
Yeah. Yeah. That'll work for me. All right. Um, biggest lies in history. Um, while we're talking about healers, if we're going to start ranking, I think we got to start talking about the biggest lies in history. And I think Jamal Adams safety is creeping up the list like Watergate, um, the Trojan horse, right? Obviously a huge lie. Right. Um, uh, my mother telling me that my, my, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was average height. I, it turns out I'm not. Um, what are the other great lies in history? But Jamal, Jamal Adams safety is starting to get laughable. And I don't know who, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to start feeling bad for Jamal Adams at this point. What do you, what would you say is a more accurate? Um, like, wouldn't they just call him like athlete in NCAA football? Rover. He's like that yeah, hybrid like linebacker. Swiss army, Swiss army knife. Um, I mean, just, he's wearing the wrong number. He's, he's, um, who's the, who's, is it, uh, Who's the rookie on Dallas? Parsons? Uh, Micah, Micah Parsons, Parsons, 11. Yeah. What's the difference between him and Jamal Adams at this point? Um, yeah, pretty similar. Micah Parsons. I mean, if you played Micah Parsons at safety, he might actually be better than Jamal Adams. I am so high on Micah Parsons. Like, I, I'm not sure there's a thing I think he can't do. Um, but I know that Jamal Adams can't cover anybody. Troy Aikman said Tyler Higby on Jamal Adams is no contest. For Higby. For, for yeah. Higby has no there's 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 nothing Jamal Adams can do to stop Tyler Higby. Well, Higby is like Higby is like a, a ghost town in Arizona. Like it was an old silver mining town somewhere. It like sounds like a, a department store from the early eighties. Was Higby's a store? Yeah, or like like a like a place that if your mother couldn't afford to take you to Thrifty for ice cream, you went to Higby's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. Like I Tyler think Higby abusing the all pro Jamal Adams on a simple, just run right at him and turn right route. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's a good player, right? I mean, Joel Adams is a good player. He's just positionless. Yeah. I mean, like if this were, if this were nineties basketball, if this were the pre Draymond green world that we'd call He's a tw- he's a tweener. Yeah, you know he's 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 a small he's Elvis Doomerville. Okay, so I get that. This, this he's just a small pass rusher. Just let him rush the passer. Keep him fresh. But like, yeah, because the w- one of those big touchdowns for um the Niners, the seventy six yarder to Debo. 
which cost me my fantasy game last week. Um, by the way, you and I played each other in both leagues this week. Oh, nice. Yeah, we get these out of the way. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, but Jamal Adams was kind of, kind of involved in the blown coverage. He was on that side of the field. I'm not sure it was entirely his responsibility. He was pointing at the other guy, but he's like if you can't if you're a tight end or if you're a tight end and you can't like get separation from a Jamal Adams, you obviously worse than Tyler Higby. Mismatch. Was, yeah, complete mismatch. No contest, says Troy Aikman. Yeah. Anyways. I, I, I feel like I bought a pair of penny loafers from Higby's <laughs> when I was a young kid. Like, like I, I, I just need... What do we like, get was, mom from? What do we get mom from Mother's Day? Oh, I don't know. Just go get her a robe from Higby's. <laughs> you know, before it was called J.C. Petty. It, it was Higby's. Higby's. <laughs> oh Jesus! You know, uh, Mrs. Higby. She used to work in the store. <laughs> Mrs. Higby maintains. Mrs. She would. She would. And Mr. Higby every year would dress up as Santa Claus and. Touch all the never mind. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, one other killed. thing: Are we moving on past tonight's game, or do we got room for one more little thing? Oh no! Did the Seahawks lost? Let's dwell. Well, it's got nothing to do with the game. Have Have you ever? And I I uh, text you this: Have you ever seen a worse combination of uniforms on a field at once in the NFL than tonight? There was. There was a Chiefs, I think the Chiefs-Rams game from a couple years ago that was just fucking fantastic. It was looked like ketchup bottles playing mustard bottles. But this is, I hate, and I know the kids probably like them, but like I hate this, like they hurt, they actually hurt my old man eyes. I do not like the, the highlighter green full uniforms. I just... I don't I've got Yeah. It's so hard to look at. And and again that that bright green like you know, it's an okay accent color. But when the whole uniform is that, it, yeah, it makes me want to not watch. <laughs> like it's, it makes me want <laughs> like you said, like yeah, it's my old man eyes, I guess, like I just don't want to see those on the field. Why are you wearing your sunglasses inside? Oh no, it's color rush night. Fuck off. Um, it's like no, dude, and, well, yeah, where are, like where are all these NASCAR guys? Like, where are their cars at? Why are they wearing yeah. these clothes? No, it's oh. like are they are they hunting? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to be so visible? Good lord! The um, I mean, the Rams jerseys are are just it's just an off putting shade of white. But it but next to the like their jerseys are that like creamy white like special yeah. sock white. Oh, say that. <laughs> but at the same time, like next, it's 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 calming. It's like a, it's like when you're eating sushi and you you get the palate cleanser, the little the little ginger. Um, when you look at the Rams jerseys, it's 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 soothing compared to like the the harshness of the Seahawks jerseys. Yeah, it's that color is so weird to have that like. 
Yeah, like faded sock color, I guess. I don't know. Jim Sock White. As bright as yellow and blue as we could find. Yeah, no, it's um uh no, it's 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 very off putting. Yeah, that, no, there's and, the, three times tonight and I was like I don't want to watch these because of the uniforms. I like I literally said it out loud. So I, I I did a similar thing where it's like I logged. I'm like, oh, not these fucking things. I watched, you know, because I have a podcast and I've I have, you know, I have obligations. Lo- I I have obligations. Um, my ten hour week part time job that doesn't pay me any money. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but um, yeah, I you know uh, I was unimpressed with both teams. Both quarterbacks hurt their finger. Uh, Stafford was able to pop his into place. Russ apparently has a bad sprain. We'll see, but he's a, he's one of the great healers of all time. Yep. An old Pete, an old Petey, Petey. <laughs> but um, we'll see. We'll see if he's back. He's got a long. He's got about ten days. It's like a little mini bye week for him. So we'll see if he can. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, Ronnie Lott would chop off his finger. Yep. I don't know why Russ can't. Is there a problem, Russ? Don't have the fortitude. Don't think you can hang. I thought you loved huh? the game. Yeah, Jesus, man, you're gonna you're you you might miss a game for a sprained finger. Pussy. Chop it off. Be a man. Be danger, Russ. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mister Unlimited. Well, it turns out there's limits. Not chopping <laughs> off your finger, huh? <laughs> it starts with the tip of a finger. Yeah. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I asked. Uh, so you had you had a good start bench cut that you suggested. Um, yeah, I did, and that recommendation is in my phone right here. <laughs> so you said, <laughs> uh, is Stefan Gilmore right, Stefan? Yes. Okay. So yeah. best in in season trade slash signing, Stefan Gilmore to the Panthers. Jalen Smith to the Packers, Richard Sherman to the Bucks. Yeah, those are, all kind of happened recently, so I thought those would be a cool start bench cut. Um, Gilmore, he's still recovering from an injury, but he's obviously probably the most talented. Yeah, defensive player of the year like two years ago. Yeah, but is he still? So I don't know. And then, unfortunately, my guy, Jalen, man, he's just uh, – I mean, he made a recovery from that knee injury in college, but he's lost a step, I would say. Well, he's got a drop foot or whatever the fuck that is, right? Like, he still it still has nerve damage in that leg. Like, it, yeah. I feel bad for the guy. I'm, here's the thing. I'm glad he got paid. I'm yeah, glad he, he went to a team dumb enough to pay him. Yep. I'm stoked for him. He was gonna get that contract if not for the that was a bowl game too, right? Yeah. Well, the I mean the Cowboys gave him a big contract like two years ago. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad they. I'm glad yeah, he got paid. So. But yeah, no, I think I would. Uh, but I mean the Packers, they need help on defense. That's a good fit too. Um, but when you're a team that doesn't need a lot of help and you get some help at cornerback like the Bucks did with Sherman, I think that'll end up being. I think he'll have a bigger impact than the other guys will. So the the Panthers have now picked up C.J. Henderson and Stephon Gilmore within like three weeks of each other. Yeah, well, they a 2023 six-round pick. Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, the Browns have that. Like, what the <laughs> hell? We don't even need a cornerback, but we got that. Like, I'll take Gilmore as our as another cornerback. Yeah, no, the – um... Especially because they said they they initially said they released him right, and then all of a sudden it came out that he got traded. Oh, that was that was bullshit. That was that was the the Patriots throwing up the white flag and saying, you know, fucking send me a seventh rounder, send me a fifth rounder, send me a sixth rounder, yeah. whatever you got. I'll consider anything at this point because they they needed the cap room. He's hurt. He didn't want to come back unless they paid him. There's all sorts of like. And two out of three of those things might actually be accurate. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the Patriots, man, that just, uh, you know, they Richard Seymour'd him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's, if he's still the player he was two years ago, then it's a steal for the Panthers, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a, and a free agent after this year, I think, too, right? That's part of the problem. Um. I think so because yeah, they didn't lose any money by cutting him. He didn't yeah. have any money, yeah, owed to him still. So, 
So yeah, but yeah, I think I think the Bucks are going to be a bigger contender than the Packers and the Panthers. So I'll say I'll start the Sherman signing, bench the Gilmore, cut my guy. Sorry, Jalen. I'll I'll start the I'll start the Stephon Gilmore signing, um, bench the Sherman signing, and. Um, I mean, Sherman wasn't healthy last year, had the weird off season that had to some distraction in there somewhere. He doesn't play that. I don't, I don't know what scheme the bucks play, but Tampa like, two, baby. <laughs> are they still doing that? I don't know. Probably something like that. They should, they, by law, they should just have to run the Tampa two indefinitely. Right. But I, I said Richard, because he's already playing, you know, like Gilmore's still recovering. And uh, the Patriots let him walk for a six-round pick. There's might be something up with his health, I, right? I mean, defense player of the year, two years later, six-round pick. Here you go. It's also Belichick, and like, I mean, he's got the yeah. quad thing, and he's not like he's. They want it was. It's like a timing thing, and it's like he's like, I want the contract. They're like, yeah, but you're not completely healthy, and the Patriots aren't going to take risks. Yeah. Um. And. Would they? Would the Patriots have done this if Tom Brady was still the quarterback? Probably not. Right. I think like at that point you're trying to maximize, you know, a Super Bowl window with Mac Jones. You know, maybe you make maybe you sneak in as the wild card, and you know maybe you maybe win a game in the playoffs just you know for shits and giggles kind of thing. But like you're not a title contender. There's not a lot of reason to hang on to a veteran cornerback with a bit of an injury who's wanting big money when you can pick up a six round pick like Belichick will do that all day. Um, and obviously he did. And I was thinking like when, cause there's, there's what 120 college football teams. Something like that. And division one, 80 players on each of those teams. So there's an ass ton of college players and even a fifth round pick is still one of the 150 best players from college. Yeah. Thereabouts. That's still like, you know, it's like you'll take, the, you know. Yeah, you drafted again, Tom Brady in the sixth round, so you can. Yeah, I mean, George Kittle was a fifth-round pick. Like, there's Antonio Brown was a sixth-round pick. Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. Like, you know, smart teams stockpile those types of picks. It's what the, the Ravens have stayed good for so long is they've, they've – figured out the compensatory formula and been abusing that for forever. Um, yeah, you take those picks when you can get them and you avoid paying stupid money like, I don't know, a certain Cowboys team um, paying big money to Jalen Smith and then cutting him. Like, he's he's going to earn $7 million from the, the – they're going to still have to pay him $7 million to not play for him this year. Yeah. So, well, if I didn't say it, Jalen Smith is the – like I, how bad the Cowboys defense was last year with him, how good they are this year with him pl- not playing a role as much, and then the Packers going, hey, we need that guy. Um, you know, I mean, that's this is what uh, this <laughs> this is this is what Aaron Rodgers was talking about. 
Aaron Rodgers attracting Jalen Smith up to the Green Bay. They're coming there to play. They're not go- he's not going there for vacation. <laughs> Jalen Smith's going there to play with Aaron Rodgers. St- yeah. uh, St- Gilmore apparently wanted to go to the Packers. Oh, and really? And uh, t- turns out it didn't go that way. Packers apparently don't have a six-round pick because that's all it took. So you'd think that they would definitely have had him. Dummies. He wanted to be there, and they had a six-round pick. And the cap space, so. too. But I think he uh, he's from South Carolina, right? Um, or he's from, he's a Carolina guy, Stephon Gilmore. So him going to the Panthers is kind of a homecoming thing, I think. Um, Logan, uh, Logan Reinert sent in another start bench cut. Jamal Adams in coverage. Pete Ooh. Carroll managing a clock or Russ <laughs> with a, or Russell Wilson with a broken hand. Um, good start bench cut. Logan. What do you think? I'm going to go with Russ with a broken hand. (laughs) I think Russ left-handed is better than either of those guys. Um, I mean, but Russ was, Russ sat. So, um, I actually, I don't mind the, I, I don't mind the order he's got them in. Uh, no, no, Pete Carroll managing a clock because you're not, you're not going to necessarily do like you really only have clock issues twice a game, like last three minutes of each half. Yeah. So your, your impact on the game there, it's, it's, it's magnified because everybody's watching during that period. And especially at the end of the game and those precious seconds are always, you know, badly needed or, you know, or it's a situation where you shouldn't have left, say, I don't know, 37 seconds left on the clock. Um, but, uh, so I'm going to, my preference here would be to have Pete Carroll managing a clock. Um, I'm going to bench Jamal Adams in coverage because he's still out there. You can still run him up to the line of scrimmage and like, but like in coverage, maybe the quarterback just doesn't see that the guy he's supposed to be covering is wide open. Like you're just at this point, you're just hoping that the quarterbacks doesn't make it to that progression. Although I don't know why if Jamal Adams is in coverage, that isn't That's your first, first option. Route. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Jamal Adams is the, is the type of safety just like Ed Reed, where you need to know where he is at all times. You don't need to know where he is for the same reason, but you need to know where he is at all times. It's good to know. Good to know where he's at. Um, can you imagine Bill Belichick telling a story about like Jamal Adams, like faking out <laughs> to Peyton Manning? Um, that's never going to happen. No. Um, so, and then, and you know, Russ with a broken hand obviously can't play, but. Um, but uh, yeah. So what? How about you? Russ with a uh, broken hand, Jamal Adams in coverage, uh, Pete Carroll clock management. I think I'll start Adams in coverage, um, just because I don't like Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah, not a fan. Um, but he's, he is still an all-pro safety, so I'll, I'll. If I had to take my chances with that, I would. And then give me a broken hand, danger, Russ, the bench. 
And I'm cutting Pete Carroll. Fuck that guy. Doug plays Doug plays start bench cut with his heart, folks. Every time. Every time. Um all right. What else we got here? Do we need to get to our picks? Is it about that time? It's about that time. Okay. Let's do it. My I, my dude, my wife went crazy in the fucking in the start bench cut suggestions. Really? She's got me pick she's got me picking between my two dogs plus the one that died last year. Jesus. Um she's got me picking between the three worst challenge competitors. She's got me picking between fucking Ted Lasso characters. Ooh, um let's do that one. So she's saying Ted Lasso, Roy Kent, or Rebecca. Um and and the I like I flinched on coming down here to do the pod tonight. I yeah. seriously flinched. She's like, it's Thursday. Ted Lasso's the season finale's on right now. And I'm like, you're not gonna you were you were not gonna watch it. Um <laughs> she's like, No, no, no. It's like this is our thing, we'll watch it together. And I'm like sitting there going, like, man, Trevor's not there. It's kind of an incomplete pod. Ted Lasso. I'm not feeling great. You know what? The Seahawks lost. Let's fucking do this. So I came down and did the pod and I'll watch Ted Lasso yeah. in the morning. <laughs> um, but uh but God, that show's good. Um and Siri's listening to everything I'm saying right now. Uh-oh. The uh so Ted Lasso, Roy Kent, or Rebecca. Oh, this is fucking difficult. Do you have do you have quick opinions on this? I'm a big fan of Roy Kent. So I'm gonna start him. Ted Lasso bench, Rebecca cut. Just because I love Ted Lasso. Nothing bad about Rebecca. I um I say Roy Kent's my start. He's maybe one of the best television characters of all time, as far as I'm concerned. He is good. Um did you see his Emmy speech? Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just amazing um and then uh this i can't believe it's as close for me between ted and rebecca yeah like because he's the center of the show and and quite and just very nice and and wonderful um but she can sing like really yeah, fucking can. well yeah and sh- she's She's got a big ass, which is also a good thing. Um, you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? No, never, never been. I saw the first. Have episode. you seen? Have you seen any of the memes of her? Because she's like a super the, strict, like you don't even recognize her character for like a couple episodes. She's the shame lady, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them, but memes. she looks completely different. You're like, holy shit, that's the same lady. Yeah, at least I did. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll bench Ted, but nah, yeah, I'll bench Ted, but like, it's closer than I would have expected. Roy is far and away. The gap between start and bench is way bigger than it is between bench and cut. On this Def- definitely. Yeah. Um, then the other one was Keely beard and Sam, which one's fucking Sam. Why can't I think? Oh, Sam, the, uh, the, at a bio or whatever the, the, no, no spoiler alerts, but Sam. Yeah. Um, so Keely, Beard, or Sam? 
Mm. I really like Keely. She's funny. She's a fun character, so I think I'll start her. Um, I'm hit and miss on Beard. Sometimes, really? sometimes he's really fun. I don't know. I think my least favorite episode was the Beard episode. Um, yeah, where... I mean, it was it was. Did, did I tell you what I read about that? Those two, that and the Christmas episode was that they they'd ordered like throw-ins or something too extra they, th- yeah apple came back to them after they'd already like, blocked everything out and was like hey we need two extra episodes because people love this show and they're like uh, okay we'll do a couple of fucking like extra very special ted lassos and so they they mixed those in that were meant to be just kind of throwaways or, or at least not 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 driving the plot as the yeah. critics would say so um, but i think at, at the end of the day yeah i'd probably still bench beard and cut Sam, even though Sam is a nice little ray of sunshine on that show as well. Yeah, I'll I'll stick with you on that one. That works yeah. for me. Um, all right. So your let me bring up let me bring up my picks here. Um. So I kind of swore I got my pick in, but it says I did not select tonight's game. So I'm so terrible at the Thursday night game. It's like a I, I post about it. I'm thinking it's because I'm thinking about memes, and I don't actually take the next logical step and go. Dad, don't you have other responsibilities? Like this is how kids get left at school for like an extra hour. <laughs> yep. Like I'll be I'll, I, I'll be doing kids' laundry. This like, this hasn't happened, but it's bound to. I'll be like doing the kids' laundry or something. And be like, God, yeah, yeah, God, I really miss kid number two right now. And where is he? Where? Yeah, where could he be? Um, anyway, hit me up, uh, DM me if your dad's ever forgotten you at, uh, oh, I did make the pick. You know what? Cause I did it on Monday. So whammy. You can't do it on Monday or Tuesday. Whenever the fuck I can't, I did dude, it. I, t- I did it. I did it early I, this week. You had to have done like, I, I feel like I've tried to do it on Tuesdays and it's still not up. I did it whenever I, I did it early because I mean, I didn't pick this game today because I logged in. I I logged in today to finish my picks to make sure, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot to pick this game," and uh, I didn't even yeah. realize that I'd, I'd pick the Rams minus one and a half. I definitely would have. <laughs> Sons of bitches! All right. Um. Now I'm not sure it would have been like one of my kind of locks. Um. Does this mean I have to give my because I promised stickers to anybody that I did their 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 start bench cut for? I have to. I'm gonna. I'll put them on our car. That's what I'll do. I'll okay. put the stickers on our car. Um. All right. So, what do we got here? Um, let's, so the, go, let's go. Let's go through. Uh, let's go through your your. Lo- I I moved. Uh, I moved my my pinned text messages around. Um, added the podcast to my 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 three pin messages at the top, and uh, couldn't find it for a second there. Um, so you're going Vikings minus seven and a half. Well, this is six minus six and a half against the Colts. That's one of your that's one of your your picks of the week. Yeah, the Vikings are. Or wait, who is it? Yeah, the Vikings are playing the Lions, right? Vikings and Colts. No, sorry, shit, that's Ravens. My bad. Hold on. Hold, please. I don't know how I got... 
Yeah, Vikings Lions. Vikings minus seven and a half. Yeah, I think the Vikings are better than their one and three record, and uh, I think they're about to take it out on the lowly Detroit Lions. So I'm feeling good about that seven and a half. Yeah, and um, the Lions are terrible, and I will continue to say they're terrible, and they're terrible. And since the Lions are a bad team, Kirk Cousins will will win this game. Um, so the Vikings are also a lock for me. You've got the Bucks at negative. Uh, sorry, uh, get, giving ten and a half to the Dolphins as one of your locks as well. That's a big spread. You're comfortable there? Lost Doug. I got Doug back. And I'm back. Um, yeah, man, the Dolphins are not looking good. Like, on offense or defense. So, and I think Tampa Bay coming off a loss, I think they'll be properly motivated. And I just think they're a lot better than the Dolphins are right now. So, yeah, I like that bet. I'll take those points. Somebody just told me in the chat that my voice doesn't match my face, and now my head's spinning. Like, like, a, am, I, am I funny to you? Like, like a clown? Do I amuse you? Do I amuse you? The fuck? Um, so you're not scared off by the Bucks at, at negative 10.5. I imagine you've got Bill's Dolphins in your head as a – as a cohort of like, okay, I can see this game going exactly like the Bills and Dolphins game went. Well, even their last game last week, I mean, they didn't really do much. I mean, they put up two fourth quarter touchdowns, I think, but they were down majority of that game. So they're just not, I don't know, man, the Colts and the Dolphins are two teams that are, uh, could be looking at a really tough year. It's certainly a lot tougher year than we thought coming into it. Yeah. I don't know what's up with the Colts. I mean, their schedule sucks. God, their schedule sucks. But I mean, the Dolphins, I get it. Not only, I mean, they start out the season with Tua, and then on top of that, he got hurt. Yeah. Um. So. All right. I'm uh. I'm going. My my second lock is going to be. And let me see if you've got this one as well. My phone keeps locking. Uh, you don't you don't have this one. Um, Broncos plus one and a half. Uh, I, I, would, I would have thought that I would have thought that that would be one that you'd be fairly certain about. The Broncos too good defense. Yeah, go ahead. The I'm Broncos assuming Teddy. Bri- I'm, I'm assuming yeah. Teddy. I'm, I'm assuming Teddy Bridgewater is going to be healthy, um, and recovered from concussion stuff. That's what I'm basing this pick off of. If it's Drew Locke, I'm not betting it. Or, you know, I'm not betting it anyways. But if it's Drew Locke, I'm not I'm not touching it. But I'm right now, Thursday night, I'm assuming Teddy Bridgewater is going to be okay. I've done no research into this. But uh, if Teddy Bridgewater is there, I absolutely think the Broncos will beat the Steelers. That's how bad the Steelers are. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I picked the Broncos in this one as well. I was just unsure about Teddy B. And again, the Steelers are at home and they're still have a good defense, you know? So, yep. I mean, Denver seems like they lose a player every week to injury. Um, they've lost Judy. They lost uh, that Hamler, their slot receiver. 
Bradley Chubb's injured, so. What's wild about the Broncos is even though they've lost Judy and Hamler, they still have two really good wide receivers. Yeah, like so Tim Tim Patrick and Cortland Cortland Sutton are are yeah. great. They're and, fine. And Noah Fant's a good tight end too. So yeah, and you know as long as you don't have Drew Locke throwing the fucking ball, you should be fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'll take the Broncos in this one. Um, well. I think we we agree on. Uh, okay, so yours, so your locks are Minnesota, the Bucks, uh, and then here's here's where so we overlap on the on Minnesota, and here's another one we overlap on, uh, the Saints at Washington. I the re, part of the reason I like this, the part of the reason I like the Saints is because they're going one good game, one bad game, one good game, one bad game. It's week five. It's time for a good game. Exactly. And you just this Washington defense is, I mean, average at best. Awful. They look, yeah. What is the deal? Like Chase Young, who are you? What happened to you, man? Get a sack. Get some yeah. pressures. Do something. Why is Taylor Heineke the guy that's carrying that team? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Saints minus one and a half. Um, I just think they're a little bit more complete on offense. Uh, I think both teams should have good defense, but, but yeah, Saints. I'm, I'm going defense kind of heavy this week. Like I love the Vikings defense, love the Broncos defense. The Saints defense can be great. Can also Mm -hmm. be fucking atrocious. Um, but my, my other lock here is, uh, so my fourth one is Panthers minus four and a half at home against the Eagles. I think uh, somebody in my DMs uh, suggested that all of my ranting and raving uh, ahead of the Niners-Eagles game and after the Niners-Eagles game has ruined the season for the Eagles. And that because of me, the Eagles are not going to be as good this year. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know. (laughs) disabuse you of that notion i guess i don't know just keep listening and find out what i say about the eagles well i would tell this nameless person that the eagles already look better than we thought they were gonna look true and i would also tell this person fear not because i'm picking the eagles to cover that spread this could be a potential upset you think you think the you think you think you think the Sirianis are going to be able to to pull this off? And here's well, here's what I'm doing. I'm I'm staking my name here, and of course, this means that something terrible is going to happen to Panthers. <laughs> yeah, no, they. Uh, I mean, I mean, the Cowboys they put up some points on them. Eagles got some team speed as well. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not 100% sold on the Panthers yet. So, so that's uh, one of my reasons as well. But yeah, I'm taking uh, the Eagles to cover um, on this Thursday evening. That could change before game day, though. I got a lot of weekend research to do. <laughs> How much time are you putting into like your your actual financial uh, commitments? Uh, I mean, not a ton. Um, I usually, I try to, 
I've been trying to, I've been doing different things with my bets. Like when I first started out, I was trying to hit a parlay for the AM games and the PM games, and I would hit two out of three in both. And I'm like, fuck. So now I'm just trying to get my top three picks for a parlay. And then I teased that same bet. Um, but as far as the research goes, I mean, I'm, you know, try to see You're- what the weather's like and I try to see who's injured. There you go. Um, and here's and here's another one where we overlap. Titans. <laughs> I don't think there's. Is it possible that a team could lose one week to the Jets and the Jags in consecutive weeks? Um, I certainly wouldn't feel safe about my job if I was able if he was to lose those two games back to back. But um, that would be yeah, that would be rough. But yeah, they gotta. They got to beat the Jaguars. So I think the Jaguars had their close call for a win last week, but I think the Titans beat them pretty good this week. And then, uh, so the the game that I'm alone on is the Broncos game. Mm-hmm. The game, and the game you're alone on is game of the week. You're out there all by your all by your lonesome. I don't even know what yeah. was picked. But you're picking the Bills plus two and a half. I I'm picking the Bills as well. I'm just not, you know, super not one confident. Of my top five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I I I think the Bills are out to prove something right now. I think that between that first week loss and just the excitement of being good for the first time in a long time, kind of like the Browns almost. I think the Brown. I think the Bills are out to kind of punish people. And the Chiefs look flawed um, on defense. So here's here's my problem with the hype around the Bills right now. Um, those two shutouts. Listen, you're supposed to beat bad teams. I'm glad that they're kicking the shit out of bad teams and they're not scraping by and and all that other stuff. But like, what was it? It was the uh, it was the Dolphins in Week Two, right? coming off two of being hurt or maybe he got hurt during that game or something. Right. And then the Texans who aren't even, who are starting their third best quarterback on the roster right now, a rookie. So I'm, you know, props to you. I mean, that's great. And makes for like really cool stats where you're like outscoring opponents, 117 to 21 over three weeks. It's awesome. Um, but uh and I, I I am picking the Bills to win this. I'm picking the Bills to cover at least. I think it'll be a good game. Um I'm taking the Bills and the points. But uh the Chiefs still I mean b- b- betting against Patrick Mahomes just feels awkward to me. It just it just feels like it's like if if anybody can do if anybody can pull off the miracle cover, the miracle, um, the you know, gutting out the win at the end, the you know, they got to go sixty yards in fifteen seconds and somehow get out of bounds, stop the clock. Like it just feels like that's just not the guy I want to go up against. So, um, anyways, I'm I'm staying away from that game, but but picking the Bills. So, nice. Yeah, no, I mean, no one. I don't think anybody would be surprised for the Chiefs to win this one. But just from what I've seen so far this year from these two teams, I like where the Bills are right now compared to where the Chiefs are. It'll probably change by the end of the season, but that's where we are. 
I like it. I like it. All right, let's get through the rest of the picks, and then we get a couple questions coming. Well, one of the questions from from Gavork here is uh, he's actually flying to the London game for the for the big emphasis is his the big Falcons Jets game. He wants to make a big bet on it. What was our pick for Falcons Jets? Doug, you go first. Yeah. So, um, little trip over the pond. Jets and Falcons, both uh, creatures terrible. of aviation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. Both fucking terrible. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I picked the Falcons. I mean, yeah, I, same. I can't pick the Jets. I, I have zero faith in them being able to do anything. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe the Falcons are jet lag and the Jets jump on them early. Jet lag? I don't know. Is that not funny? <laughs> so... <laughs> So, yeah, no, I'm going Falcons um, just because I could never see myself picking the Jets in any situation. I mean, I wonder I wonder how yeah, – yes, I'm picking the Falcons. Would I put money on this game? No? Um, Calvin Ridley is out of this game. He did not travel to London for personal reasons. No Calvin Ridley, even though Ryan's barely getting them the fucking ball anyway, so – and no uh, gauge either, I think. Yeah, I think he's out too. So oh, it's like yeah. it's Cordero Patterson and and Kyle Pitts. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm staying away from this game. I I, I, I could absolutely see the Falcons collapsing at the end again. Just you'd think they'd be done with that, and no, they still managed to. Fuck it up. So um, I'm picking the Falcons, but there's a million different ways I could see that pick being wrong. Um, Who do you have? uh, So anyway, good luck, buddy, um, who's flying to the game. Yeah, have fun. I'm I'm scared. Have an awesome time. I'm scared shitless for your money. Um, And I'd rather spend that on strippers and booze. But um, yeah, do you. Um, your next, uh, game Packers at Bengals Packers favored by three and a half. Yeah. Um, I think the Bengals are sneaky good. (laughs) I'm taking the Packers, but (laughs) the Bengals, their defense is all right. Um, and if your defense is all right and you got Joe Burrow and what is turning out to be a fucking stable of great receivers, um, you're going to have a, a lot of close games. So I am taking the Packers cautiously in this one. Um, but yeah, Packers minus three and a half. I'm taking the Packers too. I I think I'm the, – the Bengals coming off was the Jaguars they played last? Thursday night football last yeah, week. Yeah, like that's, you know, that was a close game for a while there and didn't need to yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, Jaguars um, had a 14 nothing lead, so. Yeah, so, you know, I still think there's room for Zach Taylor to fucking steal some money from you if uh, if you're picking the Bengals. But, yeah, I'm picking the Packers as well. We've already agreed on, on the Vikings. Um, Broncos. Who, who, who did you – did we agree on the Broncos or did you pick yeah. the Steelers? We agreed. We, yeah. Um, I uh, I agreed with you on the Bucks. Uh They're not one of my locks, but I, I, um, I'm with you there, I think. The, the spread's big, but 
the talent gap, especially at quarterback, is big as yeah. well. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett scares nobody, uh, and the Dolphins aren't going to be able to run the ball, so what the fuck are you going to do? Um, we agreed on the Saints. You sound like you were picking the Eagles? I did. All right. Um, I'm taking the Panthers. We're both on the Titans. Uh, are we both on the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you see the Texans play last Sunday? Like, yeah, I, I, it's ridiculous. Like, I get that the I get that the Bills are, you know, have a great team and defense and all that, um, but the Patriots also have a great defense. So yeah. it's going to be, I mean, rookie quarterback going up against Bill Belichick. It's like you're fucked, bro. Yeah. Um, this could be a good game. Bears at Raiders. Yeah, I think it will be. Could be. I think it will be. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like the Bears defense. Um, I took the Bears here, plus five and a half. Um, Especially if uh, Bill Lazor, the offensive coordinator, and not Matt Nagy is calling plays. I took the Raiders. I like the the little groove they're in. Yep. Like, they played the Chargers tough, and I thought that – and I think the Chargers are a pretty good team. So – um, which nope. brings us to da, da, da. brownies, brownies plus one and a half in LA. Who you got in LA, aka Little Cleveland Browns plus one and a half. Um, I'm hearing there's going to be a shit ton of Browns fans at this game. Um, I'm I'm totally biased. Chargers have probably been one of the three most impressive teams so far this year. If I had to put money on, I'd probably bet it on them, but we ain't betting. Well, I guess we are technically betting money on this, but, but I'm taking my Browns. I'm picking my Browns every fucking week. I've gone, I've gone back and forth on this like three or four times. Um, I'm, I'm going to end up taking the chargers, yeah. but uh, my, my heart will be with the Brownies. Yeah. I'm um, not stoked on the uh, news about, Baker's partially torn labrum in his shoulder that came out today. Um, but left shoulder though, right? Yeah, his off shoulder. Yeah, so yeah, so but yeah, hopefully he's uh, able to play through it. He's de- he's definitely been a little inaccurate these last two weeks. So this is a game he needs to be accurate. <laughs> it's just, it's like when you're playing beer pong, you're a little drunk. You just got to figure out like you know, like where is this ball? Like, do I have to aim a little left? Yeah, you know. Maybe he's just got to aim a little left on all these. Um, Giants at Cowboys. Cowboys giving up seven and a half points here. I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, too bad Trevor's not here. I was going to pick the Giants, but he's not here, so I'm not. <laughs> so I'm Were you really going to pick the fucking Giants? Um, it, you know, honestly, I think uh, I think this will be a close game. Um, but, yeah, I think the Cowboys can win by ten points, so I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Um, make it quick, Doug. Niners or Cardinals? Niners are getting five and a half on the road. Um, I am going to take the Cardinals. I'm taking the Niners. I'm I'm. Uh, this is a this is picking with my heart, so I don't bet. So I don't bet football at all. But um, um, thinking Trey Lance starts. There's no tape on Trey Lance. Shanahan's got a week to put the right game plan around him. Um, a conservative game plan um, with some few deep shots. And if he can hit the deep shots, 
and uh, and rushed for you know seventy or eighty yards. On top of that, um, Trent Williams is pra- was like practicing today, so he's he's going to be out there. Him versus Chandler Jones is going to be awesome. Um, but I think close game is what um, I'm thinking a, a the a close game. I'm hoping the Niners the next time they face the Cardinals which is just in a couple weeks, is the Niners have a bye week after this, then the Colts, then the Cardinals again. No, Col- Colts, Bears, Cardinals. I'm hoping yeah. the Niners are. I'm hoping the Niners are four and three. Well, hopefully That's you guys uh, put a physical toll on them because the Cardinals play in Cleveland next week. So i I think there's. Um, uh, I think our defense is. Uh, you know is. I really like our defense. I wish our fucking cornerbacks were healthier. Um, yeah. But I really like the other nine spots on the defense. Yeah. Um, no, the Niners got to uh, they got to run the ball and control the clock, and they could win this game. Yep. It, it like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm taking the points more than I'm expecting the win. Um, but uh, I think I think the Niners can if they keep the score low, control the ball, um, and uh, you know if. if if Trey Lance wins this game, we'll never see Jimmy play another game for the Niners. Yes, which I think I may have said before the season started that once he's in there starting games, it's the end of the Jimmy era. That's the that's the you know it's like if if Trey doesn't play well and the Niners are still four and three, the next time they they face the Cardinals, then Jimmy might start that. Like Jimmy could be back starting somewhere by then. If the yeah. Niners, if the Niners are five and two, we'll never see Jimmy again. Um, and Jimmy might play before then, but like if Trey gets a start here and he gets out there and he's brilliant, I feel bad for Jimmy. But that's it, man. Yeah, and they're yeah, why? Game. Why would you go back after that if something like that happens? So. Yeah, if he's brilliant, if he struggles, you know, it's like yeah. okay, hey, listen, he's a project, and we'll get him next year. Um, but uh, the if he's brilliant or even if he's adequate, I don't think we see, I don't think we see Jimmy again, which is a bummer. Um, I've got, uh, we, we both picked the bills and then I'm taking the Ravens Monday night against the Colts. As am I. Colts are, uh, living life on struggle street, even though they didn't just get their first win. Um, but it was against the dolphins who I think are a very lowly team as well. So yeah, so we're both taking the Ravens. Yep. Um, all right. So a couple of questions. Uh, Anthony's asking which coach gets fired: Urban Meyer or Matt Nagy? Uh, going with well, Urban you, Meyer. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat on this one and say fired. I'm gonna say Nagy because I think Urban Meyer is gonna quit. I think he's gonna walk out of that job um, before the season's over. So on a technicality, I'll say Nagy. His, I mean, uh, Meyer's wife just, Urban's wife just like tweeted out today, like, you know, fuck you if you've, you know, cast the first stone if you haven't sinned, like that type of stuff. So it's like, sounds like she's standing, standing by her her man. Um, and I don't, I can't. the the health thing is. The, the, you know, being like, hey, I got to dip out of here because, like, I just might, I want to win so bad. 
that losing hurts my body and my body can't take the losing is such a, a feeble fucking piece of horse shit to begin with, but it's at least trying to save face. Whereas just walking away because you've become a distraction to your own fucking locker room and you'd probably bench a guy for you'd bench or cut a guy for doing the exact same thing, skipping the flight home and going to a bar to hook up with some chick that you've may or may not have been around before. Um, uh, I don't see him quitting. Like if you would have quit, if he was going to quit, he would have done it already. I think he's going to have to get fired because if he quits, they might not own the money either. So yeah. you can fire him think, for cause. Yeah. And not have to yeah pay him. I, I, I think, uh, I think they're, I think, I think it's urban. And I think nah. if that, if, if the locker room is as bad as it sounds, they're going to come out flat. They're going to, they're not going to, they're not going to try and save his job. They know if they just fucking, you know, go out there and play like shit for a couple of games and, 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 and lackluster, right. Uh, that, Shad Khan has has every reason to just be like, well, this isn't fucking working. Yeah, maybe um, I should bet the fucking house on the Titans this weekend. I don't see any way that. <laughs> I mean, Mike, they got embarrassed week one against a very good Cardinals team, went into Seattle and beat a a decent ish Seahawks team. So the same team that just got embarrassed by the Jets isn't going to go down to Jacksonville coming off of all this bullshit that they're going through and lose this game. Yeah. Bet in the house. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, that's that. God, I wish Trevor was here. This is like, listen, like he, he dipped out, um, when uh when the lightning won the the cup and he missed that pod and now he misses the pod right after the yankees lose to the red to the red Sox. um i'm just i'm appalled convenient huh yeah jesus come on trevor come on man man up (laughs) all right well that's it for episode 147 of the nacho flacco podcast doug any final thoughts um everybody enjoy their football watching weekend go browns hopefully they can get a statement victory against a really good chargers team i think these are kind of my two favorite teams you know cleveland grew up in cleveland lived in san diego i kind of the year i moved to san diego is the year that they got good so like with drew Brees and Ladanian tomlinson um and i didn't know anybody in san diego so me and my buddy that i moved buddies i moved here with we went to like three or four games so i kind of became a closet chargers fan pretty quick when i moved out here so this is an interesting game for me but uh make no mistake i'm bleeding brown and orange go browns yeah gosh that's that's the nicest thing i've ever heard you say about a a non-cleveland sports team yeah i think a big part of it too was um it was like the year they got antonio gates who i went to college with um at Kent State. He was a basketball player, like a really good basketball player. So then they the never C- mentioned that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, no, like I went to cut, like when I was there, so was uh, Antonio Gates and Josh Cribbs. 
Um, so there were some good football players at Kent State when I was there. Um, Edelman? Was Edelman around yet? No, no. I'm uh, I'm older than Edelman. So Also, neither of you are Hall of Famers. I mean, yeah. you're a Hall of Famer in my book, but like, yeah. he, he's not. Yeah, well, go go uh, go look at what the the bricks on the football Hall of Fame say, and tell me I'm not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just so you know, my family—I'm not everybody yeah, should yeah. know that—but but yeah, my family uh, were brick manufacturers, and we built a football Hall of Fame. So, fun no little deal. fact: we actually no we, we paved the first roads of Canton, Ohio. They were made in brick. Our brick, uh, my bell brick is over 130 something years old. So, so yeah, there you go. A little bit about me. Um, but go. yeah, no, man. I didn't, are you excited to uh, watch the Niners and Cardinals, or is there any other matchups that you're stoked on? I'm terrified about the Niners and Cardinals game. I'm yeah. absolutely terrified. Do you? I mean, are you not enjoying any of these games that you're watching? I mean, do you still have some enjoyment? <laughs> um. This season has been weird. Um, The offense hasn't looked great. The injuries, like losing Verrett the first game, like after all he's been through, that sucked. Like Jimmy getting hurt again, you know, it's like, it's, I just, I feel bad for Jimmy the person, right? Like I would like, I would like my team to fucking win. Yeah. Um, and, but like this kind of like repeated, you know, karma type bullshit where it's just like, it's like, oh, okay, we're just going to kick you in the nuts over and over, you know, over again the same way. Right. Like this is, this is what somebody's own personal hell would look like for like Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Like, yeah. you know, rich bangs, porn stars. <laughs> can't stay on the field because of stupid like lower leg injuries as as, as a quarterback right not even your we're not talking your shoulder we're talking your wrist we're not talking your elbow right stupid like lower leg things calf muscles Um, right um verrett's awful mostert right like you know that you know it's, it's just just this constant shit one thing after another like my heart sank when trent williams went down yeah like um and uh um you know it's again man it just it goes back to that like windows are like super bowl windows are fucking small yeah and And a lot of things gotta go right it's not just you gotta everything's gotta go right to get there and then Man, you better fucking win that game. Like the farther I get from the 2012 game, the farther I get from the the Chiefs loss, the um the worse it feels. Like it doesn't yeah. like it's it's not that um you know cuz you you compare it to all the other stuff, right? Like um you know like when when uh like Okay, my dog died last year, right? Like, like it. It's easier now than it was the week after, the month after, whatever. It's gotten easier, right? But like, I've got another dog. Um, yeah. You know, like there's and and but one football team doesn't like replace the other. Like, 
because that is a specific moment in time that um is just it's just there and that and that has to that just like festers especially if you don't go back like the fucking bills losing four in a row yeah holy shit like talking about like super bowl windows and they had four year run where they were in the game every single year and they fucking lost every that single team, time and that team was fucking awesome Jim Kelly, yeah. Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, like Jesse Tuggle. They had so many good players on both sides of the ball. And they just yes. fucking didn't win the big game. Yeah. That's, I and... mean, that's like, I mean, granted, I was super young, but late 80s, the Browns, you know, from what my understood, were the best team in, in our conference. Yeah. They fucking lost to the Broncos two years in a row on some crazy shit play. So. Well, and I mean that that was the that was the you know so when the nine when Steve Young was going up against the Cowboys it, that was ninety two ninety three ninety four and Steve Young was the MVP I think in ninety two and ninety three, um, or something like that right I mean it's like um, he he was back to back MVPs I think won at least two he won two where you know the the actual years he won them are relevant um, but like. He had a he had a a thing that he just couldn't overcome. He had a hurdle that he just couldn't get past, and he finally fucking did it, right? And that's what like that '94 team. Not only just because I was 13, right, and because then when you're 13, your sports team's great. Like, there's no better feeling in the entire fucking world. Um, but uh it was the overcoming of like, I don't remember any, I don't remember many visuals from that season. I remember I was, I cried after we got beat down that season by the Eagles. It was like 40 to eight Steve young and fuck and, and Seifert are going at each other on the sidelines. Young gets benched mid game. Um, it was a fuck. It was like, that felt probably like, 13 year old me would feel about this season right now where it's like sure you're two and two there's talent there but like it just doesn't feel like your season again um and that's probably a similar thing to what i'm going through right now to like circle back to like am i having any like joy watching these games um so no not really is the answer i was pumped when (laughs) i was pumped when they scored against the the when they took the lead against the packers I was pumped. Yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> so, um, anyways, that's that. I'll bring Doug back on the stream. Um, anyway, but yeah, Super Bowl windows, man. It just it just fucking sucks. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, that's all the that's all the emotion you guys are getting out of me uh, tonight. So. Um. Until Monday, enjoy your football weekend. We'll we'll be back uh, on uh, we'll be back on the live stream recapping recapping uh, the games on Monday. So thanks to everybody that showed up and asked questions, and we will uh, we'll see you Monday. Here, later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.